You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Rick, could you cue the sad music here, Cause, uh, uh, yeah, if you I don't can. mind? Because honestly, uh, this kind of is an F my life. I did it to myself. Really? What happened? Yesterday, right around this time, I made some comments regarding Taylor Swift attending these football games. Uh, and I said yeah. that even though I, I, I did not have a problem for weeks and weeks and weeks seeing Taylor Swift react to anything Travis Kelsey did on the field during Chiefs games, I've now reached my limit. This is what I said yesterday, that I finally reached my limit this past Sunday during the Chiefs win over the Bills. I've had enough. Well, apparently, Taylor Swift fans have made a number of complaints here, and I've been asked to offer an apology. Really? So at this time, I would like to do just that. I am truly sorry. I am truly, truly sorry that I am not allowed to have an opinion on this subject here in America. I am sorry that when I tune in to watch a football game, I tune in to actually just watch a football game. I'm sorry that some of the Taylor Swift fans out there have very thin skin. I apologize. I am sorry for that. But before I move on, let me ask Taylor Swifty fans a question. If Tay-Tay, if you had went to see Tay-Tay in concert, and let's say you, you, uh, you were on the lawn and you had a watcher on the video screen. Right. And every time you looked at that video screen, instead of seeing Taylor, you saw that big doofus Travis Kelsey jumping and dancing around. Would that be cool? Or would you prefer to see Taylor on that screen? Again, I am... Uh, I'm sorry for not stepping in line on this one, and if you got a problem with it, I apologize for you having a problem with it. All right, on to sports. Right, Bad news. You. Bad news for the Baltimore Ravens. Earlier this week, the NFL announced that Sean Smith will be the official for Sunday's AFC title game. Oh, no. Yeah, this is a problem because Sean Smith seems to, his officiating crew seems to favor the away teams. Now, across the NFL, over the last three years... Home teams have won 55.4% of the games. However, yeah. Sean Smith's crew, they've only won 40.8% of the games, the home teams. That is a significant, that is a large yeah, number. Yeah, that's not just a statistical thing. That is, that's a big number. There is something happening that's there. That's a big it, number. It would seem. So you'd assume that the home team's going to maybe penalize more often than the, the away team. Uh, I have to assume that's part of, uh, yeah, part of it. Uh, but that's bad news. Bad news for the Ravens. Uh, hopefully they can't overcome that. Pat McAfee is done with people s- slandering Brock Purdy. Yesterday there were some things being said. And it's not just yesterday. I guess it's any time this particular player potentially doesn't play the perfect football game. It's not only on the Internet, but it's also in real life. I'm done with the Brock Purdy slander. Mm-hmm. I This dude's in his second year. Second year. In the NFL. Out of Iowa State. He was yep. playing against Washington State just a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Now he's in his second year in the NFL. Back-to-back NFC championships. Last pick of the draft. We all understand that. This guy was handed absolutely nothing through this entire process. And now it's like, well, we got to come out and kill this guy because he didn't have a perfect game in divisional round against Green Bay Packers. There are so many people beating and banging on him on sports stations across the country on Monday. He's not lying. One guy, Ryan Clark, former NFL player, now ESPN analyst, said, and I actually commented on on the video underneath, he said, one of the hardest things I had to do this year was to pretend that Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate. And I commented, that's one of the hardest things you've had to do this year? that's, That's it? That's one of the hardest things? Boy, you've got the life. If wow. that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Brock Purdy is in his second year. He was the last guy selected in the draft. If he didn't have that elbow injured last year in the NFC Championship game, he might have won a Super Bowl last year. And yeah. he might win a Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. Sure, he's got a great supporting cast. But guess what? 
had to he had to lead them on a winning drive at the end of the game against the Packers in crappy weather out yeah, in yeah. Santa Clara. It was raining yeah. the whole time. It was essy weather. And they're beating and banging on the guy. And what did the guy do? He led the drive to win the game. I don't understand it. It's like people that go, you know, Joe Montana used to have this problem. Joe Montana is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. Sure. Okay? You got got Tom Brady. You got Joe Montana. He comes up in the conversation. He's in the conversation. He's definitely top five. Definitely. But I I heard him one time on the Dan Patrick show, somebody talking about how, you know, for years people go, you're just a system quarterback. And he just laughed. He goes, well, I got four I got four system Super Bowl rings. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm not. There's, you still got to execute. You it doesn't still matter. absolutely have to execute. You still have to get it done. Yes. And it's not like Purdy's been a horrible quarterback all year. Oh, his stats right. are inflated because right. he's got Christian McCaffrey and he's got all these weapons. He does. He absolutely does. Yeah. But cut the crap. Give the guy some slack. He's a kid. He's second year. Second year. And, and let me point out that he is making. I think he's like one of the lowest paid guys on the team, and he's your quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's because he's still under his rookie contract, uh, and yeah. he was the last guy selected in the draft a couple of years ago. Enough picking on Brock Purdy. Leave him alone. And I'm not even rooting for the 49ers. <laughs> I'd like to see the Lions win. Uh, Bill Belichick would like to get a job, and, and it's not looking good right now. Belichick and the Atlanta Falcons apparently far apart. Uh, yeah, not close as they were uh, suggested last weekend when it was said that they were going to negotiate a deal and we would hear like Monday that Belichick was the coach of the Falcons. Well, he's not. And they continue to interview a bunch of other candidates. Yeah. So that's not good news. Uh, Adam Schefter, right. Shifty Schefter, uh, saying on ESPN that if the Falcons choose to go in another direction, Belichick could be out of a job if he wants to be a head coach. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, we might see Belichick not on a sideline uh, this coming season, but we could see Chip Kelly. What, what's up with Chip? Uh, well, he works. He's a, a UCLA uh, head football coach, and according to reports, uh, there's been several teams interested in interviewing him as possible head coaching candidate, if not an offensive coordinator. So there you have it. So very good job by him, I guess. Uh, wide receiver Tariq Hill. This is crazy. The Sun Sentinel, which is a reputable newspaper, right in Miami. Yeah. They reported that uh, Tyreek Hill filed for divorce from his wife of just two months. Yeah. Tyreek Hill went on a rampage yesterday saying, where did this come from? I didn't do this. This is not, no one filed for divorce. No kidding. We're in love. We're happily married. I don't know what the problem is. Wow. And they were together for a few years before they wow. got married. So he was like, I don't What's understand this about where, where this is coming from. The Sun Sentinel better produce the person that said they filed from the court, or they better produce the file because because that's you better produce the file. That's yeah. printing that is slanderous if you don't have the evidence. Was that the dude that just had the fire? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it well, it, it was a kid that was playing with a, a lighter in his house, but but yeah. it makes it sound like there's there's Something, an undercurrent yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, like she can't even watch the kids. We're, they're lighting the house on. on fire when I'm at practice. Or maybe I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah, covering it up with something. The 2024 Hall of Fame class, uh, Major League Baseball class, will include uh, three guys: uh, Joe Mauer, Todd Helton, and Adrian Beltre. Okay, um, count me in as who cares. Hey, you know what? The Cooperstown Hall of Fame in New York. It's interesting. That's where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. I was looking at Hall of Fames around the country, and. It's. I mean, I've been to the Cooperstown Hall of Fame, but we had to take a special trip to go there. Right. And it's in upstate New York. It's not easy to get to. 
And uh, and it's not like a lot of people live in that town or anything, and I'm sure they depend on that. They also have another museum up there, the Farmer's Museum up there in Cooperstown. Yeah. Because it's farm country. Now, I get it. Uh, baseball started there, so they decided to put it there. But in hindsight, probably not a great idea if you want to get people to go. Uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, that's not so far away. My okay. father grew up there. Uh, that's where the Basketball Hall of Fame is. My dad grew up in Springfield, been there many times, never went to the Hall of Fame. At no point in time did he say, let's go. Really? No. Uh, why, is, why don't people do the thing in their town? I don't know. I don't get that. I don't know. You gotta um, if you grew up in Virginia Beach, you gotta but, go down to the oceanfront and do some of this touristy stuff. It's fun. But one thing I will tell you about Springfield, they have the Eastern State Exhibition, the yeah. Eastern States Exhibition, which yeah. is a fair that encompasses all New England states. So every state in New England has a setup in this area in Springfield. Okay. So, you know, my dad used to talk about getting the crab cakes in Rhode Island. We never went to Rhode Island. We would drive to the this fair and right. go to the Rhode Island section of it and get the crab cakes. <laughs> That's what we did. But, you know, you talked earlier about Jason Kelsey grabbing a little girl yeah. from the stands and bringing her up to meet Taylor Swift. Right. I was at the Eastern State ex, uh, Exhibition one year, mm-hmm. and I always got the story wrong until my father straightened it out with a Polaroid pic that my brother's got. Oh, cool. You had we, the picture that didn't happen. Huh? Y- y- the picture, no. I assumed Johnny, we met Johnny Cash in a tent of livestock trying to get out of the rain at that fair. Oh, wow. And he was there wow. with June. And my dad told me to go over there and tell him I walked the line, and uh-huh. I did. Yeah. And yeah. in my memory was he picked me up and called me a little rascal and something else. And he might have done he might have called me that. Yeah. But my dad goes, no, he picked TJ up. TJ was the little toddler. You were taller than TJ. Too big. And he and then he went and he found the Polaroid. It's, it's you barely you can okay. tell. But TJ it's and TJ. Johnny Cash. TJ is being held by Johnny Cash. Damn it. Well, I'm sorry, partner. I am. I thought it was me. All right. Here's the fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Ohio is the only state in the United States that does not share a letter with the word mackerel. What? Ohio is the only state in yeah. the U.S. that does not share a letter in the word mackerel. All right, that is an amazing, random, yeah. do-nothing, <laughs> bar trivia fun fact. That's mackerel. awesome. That is awesome.